We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed. And I'm your host, John. And we got an interview with, not really an interview, but more of a sit down with three guys that I used to work with, uh, Luke, Ruben, and Tashim. We're just going to, you know, talk about investing, work culture, life. I think, I think we'll get into even Marvel at some point too. We had a pretty dynamic conversation today, but it was fun. I think it should be entertaining and you can learn a little bit from it as well. So that's always the point. Yeah. I think uh, a little bit, a little bit about why, like how to think in terms of crypto rather than USD. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Hey boys, can we get each of you to introduce yourselves real quick? Yeah, what's up? My name is uh, Tashin. Everybody calls me Taz. My name's Ruben. <laughs> oh, I, oh. <laughs> I, besides your names, can we learn a little bit more about you? Yeah, I went to school with uh, John. Uh, you know, had a little bit of dive in a career. Um, you know, just you know, we got some other things. Play ball. Crypto investments stuff, you know, just a cool cat. I've been a friend of John for a while. We've went to school together. We were former roommates, and we also used to work together. And uh, where did you guys go to school? Went to Stony Brook. Oh, well, you said you went to the same school. Did you say that? Yes. Yeah, where did you go to school? I went to Stevens in Jersey. Okay. Wait, you guys were roommates? I yeah, never knew. I was that. roommates with Taz too. All three of us. For like two months. Stony Brook? Two months. Damn. The I, summer after COVID started. Yeah, it was fun times. Big that was fun. Yeah. yeah, we all lived in the house. I lived in the closet. <laughs> Literally a, a deep closet. I think I might have said this on the podcast before, but if I didn't, I did in fact live in a closet with no air conditioning, no windows, no door. It was crazy steamy when you went upstairs. It I was really like eighty five degrees. There was a point humid. where I wasn't really sleeping in there because it got too hot. I actually brought an AC unit from the basement up into the living room, and I had it blowing directly on me while I was on the couch, and that <laughs> got me through it. Kind of, it was low key yeah. fun though because I remember we would all wake up, we'd all go outside in the back, have a cup of coffee, like you know, yeah. do our thing and just talk and. For six twenty five a month, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, what was the, they were giving, making me pay basically nothing because they knew I was going through like a rough time in itself. But yeah, I mean, had everything we needed though. So. No, it was good times. Yeah. I, I'm glad I had those stories. Definitely good times. And work from home, and none of us got COVID during that time. We did all get it later at some yeah, point. Yeah, no, I did. Eventually, it gets everybody. It gets everybody. I think most people have it at this point. I don't know a single person that's not that had it. Like, has not gotten it. COVID was pretty fucking terrible. I'm not going to lie. It was really bad. I gave it to Ruben, so. Yeah, yeah. He gave it to the whole it. house. Everybody came we, down. We yeah. But where'd you get it? I went to a Christmas dinner and uh, ended up sleeping in the same room. To my homegirls, and then the next day she goes, I tested positive for COVID. Fuck. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Because I was taking mad greens. I was running like three miles. <laughs> I, don't know. I told my doctor, I was like, I ran 2,000 miles this year. Like, if I'm ever going to be ready for this, it's now. He's like, nah, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 10 days that I was out, but seriously, they didn't see me get up you from my rug. Right? I lost smell, taste, fucking. But you got bopped with it? It was just terrible, terrible, terrible. And how was it for you? Yeah, weird. I, there's certain things that I just can't like, pick up the smell on still. But when I had it, it was just aches. aches. I was achy and tired. Uh, yeah, I was achy. I had a slight fever. That was it. You literally, you literally just count down the days. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Like, I got you're nine, just like, yo, I, 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 I got like when, three more days of this shit. When I had gotten it, there was like breaking news about a dude in Vegas that like went blind. And I was like, you know, <laughs> smell, taste, sight's not too fucking far. Like, is that going to happen to me? And I was I just made it bad. bad. You were getting paranoid too. Yeah, paranoid, yeah. That's the worst. There was one time I didn't have it, and I made myself believe that I had it, and I was going nuts. 
You want to talk about crypto? Sure. I mean, I feel like we haven't gotten into a full conversation about it other than in the halls at DDC. Like, what you've been up to? What are you looking into these days? Uh, looking into coins, or you just like yeah, just coins, investing honestly. into the same ones, stacking the same type. Like, same coin. I've been hoping this year to Gemini jump into yeah, Gemini is pretty good. That's where like most of my money weekly goes. Yeah. Honestly, try to beat inflation, but I used to have most of my money in savings accounts till you know. Well, you realize, realize it's a fucking scam, yeah. yeah, and it's just a holding, and like you only have five withdrawals, or some you you're, you're restricted with it in some sort. And then, um, no, you only get five withdrawals. I think on one of the savings accounts that I had, I had a, uh, an alley withdrawal, yeah, an alley's. Why? It's uh, yeah. your money. That's weird. A few lessons in there, right? Yeah. Because they don't want it to fluctuate too much, because then that affects how they can make their investments. Yeah. yeah. So Gemini for right now. I don't really use Gemini, but I do have an account. I, you know, purchase through Coinbase and then move it somewhere after that. Right now I'm in the stage where I'm just kind of like learning the concepts and trying to like make sure this all makes sense, but also just throwing stuff into Ethereum because it seems like that's at the center of it all right now. Yeah. I think that's smart. That's like buying Apple. Yeah, I think I think I'm long term they're gonna go up at this point. <clears throat> it may be the worst type of crypto Things investor because I only own crypto on Robinhood, and I feel like that don't actually like I don't actually own the crypto, so I feel like right. I should change right. that. What do you What do you guys think about that? Like, is it? I I personally have never like like I've I've had Robinhood like mostly when I first was asking people about how to get investing that's like the first app people will show you and mm-hmm. I think it's because like the interface is sick it just charts and stuff but it's nice yeah yeah but like mostly just for like investing I just use Charles Schwab and Coinbase Pro that's pretty much it I don't know Job, like Gemini app got that what's the difference between Coinbase and Coinbase Pro. Oh, I just, no, I just, I don't know. Most of the people I've asked, they're strictly on Coinbase, bro. So. You said you were on Coinbase? Coinbase? I have a bunch of different wallets. So I just keep my shit like, spread because I don't know. The thing, you can still accidentally get hacked, so you just got to keep it in a few separate areas. Yeah, like two. But I will step. send them off the exchange into something else. Sorry. No, no, I was going to say the, the, the two-step uh Authorization, yeah. I hear that. Like everybody's always telling you, like have that up. Multi factor. Really? You You've things. moved some of your stuff to hardware, right? Yeah. Physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 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 what's that like? Well, well, yeah, that's just pretty much. It behaves the same way. It's just not on the computer or hosted somewhere in the cloud. It's off cloud, hmm. local. So is it like? And you you have the keys. No one else. It's all yours in the. In that physical hard drive? Well, it's not a hard drive. It's just a, it's a hardware wallet. Hardware wallet. Yeah. What, what is the, how big is a hardware wallet? I remember you showed it. It's just like a USB. One by three inch thing. Half an inch by three inch. So is there a limited total number of like Ethereum out there? Yeah. There's a number supply that we have. So if you put it into the physical world and then you, you, lose that is that actually kind of like cut like burning yeah. it yeah that's like burning a dollar there is supposedly multiple bitcoin wallets that got lost that had like cumulatively up across all of them like a million bitcoin and it's only 21 million so there's really only at this point like 19 million because people also lose some accidentally send them to a, the bad address and that just fucked. like if you don't send it properly it, and there's no return function that can process how to return the funds lost it crazy that's it you don't have it anymore oh so you can always just mine more is that always an option no like bitcoin only has 21 million and ethereum they're actually working on at one point they were an inflationary model like the uh the supply is only increasing but now they're actually becoming deflationary with the ethereum 2.0 update Mm. yeah and that that. actually uh there's burning involved so it's it's like an adjusting thing that's going to be able to like over time learn how to work and be slightly deflationary but now it's like fuck it's an adaptive phase kind of thing mm. like it's figuring out what it needs to do 
Is that what to burn slightly more than what's being created every day? Is that what the gas goes towards or no? That goes towards miners. Towards miners. Who who exactly is working on Ethereum 2.0? Is that like a company? Ethereum Foundation. Interesting. The like the co founder or the founder, Vitalik something B. So is it like one mad scientist kind of guy or like a corporation? No, it's definitely not like a, oh. like a corporation. It's a company, but no, it's a company. They're just working to improve the. They everyone gets paid there, but right, right. And I just know there's like a whole like you know mysterious background to the whole Bitcoin with uh, so Satoshi and Nakamoto. Well, right? that one's less like that, yeah, because Bitcoin's not really changing. Yeah, I don't know. The general feel that I got from a lot of people is just like you know just dabble in a little bit of everything, you know, have a little bit of everything. So when shit hits the fan or blows up, you're on the right side of it. Yeah. Cause like prior to crypto, I was only like looking at like Vanguard, S and P 500. You can't and be that's, too diversified, but you need to be somewhat diversified. Like I'm ve- like, I don't want to like be tied to the app and look at charts all the time. So just dump it into something like the top 500 companies makes yeah, me sleep fine. better at night, you know? Yeah. And, like, over the last 10 years, like, the facts are there. Like, the thing has a track record. Yeah. So, yeah, and you, you're not, you can't bet against the U.S. I mean, no, right. it's not going to fail. So. I think a good amount of stocks in real estate ETS one day, maybe. Months, a couple good companies that you really believe in. And then, you know, crypto portfolio and, like, large cap coins, things that are already have, like, that are leading the pack. And then, you know, there's other things you can invest into. Art, real estate. Right. The real estate's a little harder nowadays than it was, like, you know, years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. Now it's like you're tied to, well, like, it's just also place. where we live, inflate, like, yeah. the real it's estate market expensive. is really inflated. So. Yeah, getting more expensive to buy a place every year. Like, to buy, like, an average place used to be, like... $250,000 thing in this general area, right? And now it's like 500000 I was just thinking about something today, like earlier this morning, <clears throat> and it's that like our generation keeps so-called complaining about this, that it's so hard to afford to buy a place when the generation before us could buy a place and they didn't really have to make many compromises in their life, like their lifestyle. Yeah. And they were able to start families earlier. And they always say, well, you make significantly more than us now. Yeah, but the prices of everyday things that we have to do is also inflated with our wages. So it's basically like we're on the same playing field, but now everything's worth five times as much. Yeah, you don't even get an acre like for like less than like 600K, I think, out here. And then the taxes per year is like another 12K. And then... You're just one bad boiler, still like a roof from caving in from fucking being bankrupt. So, I guess it comes. With I, I just think we can't compare two and two because they're not the same. I guess I shouldn't say two and two then, because that's a bit similar. But they're not like we're comparing two different time periods, and the way that things are working are not the same anymore. And it's happening quick. Like yeah, it, where things I'm, are changing really fast. My apartment complex. If if my girlfriend had it moved in like four years ago like like our rent compared to what the going rate is right now currently is like a difference of like 800 to a thousand what the f- damn and that's like like i would never move here if that was the price you know what so i mean you're like, getting the old price then? like we the the lifts the lifts they they're they're good about it they're good about it if you're already there but like new people coming in it's just like i i think it's just a tough market like people they know people they want to move here I, I guess and people will pay it but they're not like it, yeah to in their defense they haven't really like up like if you are already in there grandfathered in they're not yeah they're not bullying you. it's fine yeah but i mean still it's like how much are we gonna a thousand in five years that's that's double of it right it's like almost double 40 like 60 70 percent things are crazy Things, yeah. yeah, apartments in general, it's crazy. Like, you could spend nearly 30K, and that's just renting, not owning something. so much more, I feel like, 50K uh, if you want it. Yeah, it's crazy. People that get, like, really nice one-bedrooms or something in the city. Or... Yeah, that's bread. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, long story short. Get your bread out. Uh, none of this was financial advice, how much, though, right? Yeah. yeah. How much uh, do you guys know about like the technology in crypto, like blockchain or whatever? Or do you want to learn? Do you have any questions? Like we can do this kind of thing too. Like you just ask things and talk about it. I've, I've just been really like hung up on like the physical. I, I've been I've been just trying to grasp the concepts. I haven't gotten too far into the technology, but like the way that they're applied to the physical world is like a challenging topic for me to wrap my head around it. I think one of the main foundational things is just that it provides like true verification. Just has like all data. Like at the base level, like a blockchain is a ledger that just tracks everything. You could see everything that's ever happened to that one thing, and mm-hmm. you can track it by a number. I also thought there's no faking anything. Like you can't lie. But at the same time, being untraceable in some. Well, you don't know who. Yeah, it's anonymity, but it's is linked to some number. You know, I feel like one of the confusing things that anyone would may face when they're learning about cryptos that it seems to contradict itself sometimes like it's like the safest most decentralized and everything but there's like a record of everything but like you like there's still some fears that you could it could get stolen by hackers and stuff i feel like it there's just so much going on because it's something that's relatively new i feel like all the headlines also jump on these things when it's like this place had a hack of this much. The hacks occur because someone gives you a phishing link and people click on the phishing link. Like all these main ones, like the OpenSea hack that happened last week, it was because there was a, someone was pretending to be someone else's email. Like they put an alias for their email and it looked like it was from someone else and they sent a link. And if you clicked it, then it sent you to a place that you would get, it would ask you for access. Like you still have to give access to your, from your wallet. So all these people are basically giving it up and saying that it was a hack, but it's not really a hack. Everyone just got fished. So I feel like people just need to get smarter a little bit. But then maybe that also means that the technology is a little too soon. If like the people aren't ready for it, it should come at a time naturally when the people are ready to like intake it. And yeah, but I think the security is there. It's just that people need to like, understand and like keep second guessing like is this legit uh, every time i get something now i'm like is this legit like who is this from yeah. i check everything now i ain't taking any chances like what will it take to make it normalized like you think it'd be like a bunch of like small private businesses only accepting crypto to make it you know normalized like how, how would this ever get implemented do you think oh when, like it'll when, be passed in regulation no when like government or things within the financial world change john do you know about gaming tokens what uh, like play over? to earn stuff like gaming i i don't i don't oh, yeah there's some like like, like, me, like mana like for metaverse mm-hmm. or whatever sandbox <coughs> sand that pool of, you know it's in-game currency and because everything in the, because it's connected to the blockchain it can then have some some way for you to swap that coin to a real value, something that's equivalent to like what we can use to pay and purchase things. It's also like we were all taught to like base our thoughts on USD at the end of the day, the next generation, you have to start thinking in crypto. Like you don't think in base USD, you need to think in base crypto and then like transferring it to USD. How long do you think it'll take to because get there? I under, that you know makes I mean? sense. You need to that swap makes way the way you're perceiving money. That makes way more sense now. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because it, it eliminates the idea that like money is a thing that's just like gains. It's a, a number that's high or small, and that determines your worth. It's more like I just have all these different things that can give me utility to do what I want to do, and they do happen to like I could purchase things with them as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like imagining your bank account as a list of different assets rather than yeah. just your bank account being just a big sum of cash. Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty crazy. That is a, it's pretty crazy. I feel like, do you think this is something that would be like a revolutionary thing in the world, though? Yeah. Like, it would have, do you think this could happen in like, countries because the power of a country other than like its military presence and 
you know, like goods that it provides to everyone else, imports, exports, all they have is their financial, like monetary system that like we all rely on the USD. So we have to work for companies that will pay us in US dollars so we can afford to do things and get health care because health, we don't get free health care and it costs a lot of money if we're on our own things, all these types of things. So then if we stop relying on that, they would lose their like influence over us and we would, you know. So it'd be kind of interesting if they stayed with USD and then if everybody switched to crypto and USD became cheaper, everything else would just be cheaper if they stuck to USD. Hmm? Would everything get cheaper? No. If your crypto starts mooning and then yeah. you just transfer it to USD to handle things. We have the exchange rates lower than yeah. that. It's, it's yeah. all an exchange rate at that point. Yeah. Because if the value of the dollar is falling, then you and should I'm, be able to get more money for less crypto. But you also have to think about it like if you have four Ethereum, you still have four Ethereum. It's just now easier to turn that into more US dollars. But it may be harder for another currency. It, you got to think of in crypto now. You're still thinking like in USD. No, I mean, if, if you if you put, if say your whole bank account is in crypto. Yeah. In crypto moons. Well, and it, what is it mooning? What do, you, what do you mean? It's oh, in comparison to, in comparison to, to USD. USD. Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. That means the value of the dollar is actually going down. Because crypto yes. at that point is not changing. Unless, okay. you know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. I, that is <laughs> a good perspective. <clears throat> yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. To be honest, like crypto doesn't like really excite me. It just makes it like to me. It's like you have to buy it, and it's just another vehicle, like another okay. tool, another asset class. It's another vehicle to really just progress through the world. Like you know, the world's going to adapt to it, so you, you got to be with it and stay at the forefront of it. Playing with it, rock with it. Yeah, but I, I've I've met a couple cats that just are all in on that, and you know, it's like so an avid advertising for it. For it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So about you? How do you feel you into it or not really at all? I'm trying to learn more about it. That's, so that's why I'm just listening to everything that you guys are saying. Gotcha. I'm not in, uh, Any questions or no? Nah, I'm still just listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to like take it all in. Um, I mean, what about stocks? We can talk a little bit more about that. Is that a crypto? How do you feel? We, we, we've had our trading days. We've all had our stocks currently are yeah. terrible. What do you mean? You got like yeah, at this point, my, I only have my long term portfolio. I just need to start adding more like spy and QQQ. I feel like my portfolio has become way too heavy on individual companies. Hmm. For some <laughs> reason, like what is going on in Eastern Europe right now? But I I don't know if we're if you're allowed to talk about this. I guess we can, right? Yeah, we can. What's going on in Ukraine, right? For whatever reason, stocks have been doing so well. Well, there was from that, people posted want- a picture that was showing every time there's been a war that's started, then the stock market actually rallies higher. Yeah, because defense companies <clears throat> boost profit. Because, uh, because more, it's an increase in spending yeah. influx. Damn, war is profitable. Yeah, that's really why we do it at this point. I feel like yeah, fucking sad. But what were you saying? Sorry. It's crazy. It's like, I know I was just, I just wanted to hear about that. I didn't, I didn't really think about war being profitable. I thought of it as like, I guess, I guess it depends. It depends who you, whose perspective you're looking at it from. Cause like the government has to spend money. Right. But then the companies make money mm-hmm. and then individuals make money. Well, but if the government more- is spending money, then the debt is like higher, but like th- then that causes more inflation. It's just like it's all just like a fucked up system. Yeah, it just puts more like a lot more money all over an imaginary economy. Money all over something. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's also just proven. To- Do you see how like the Ukrainian president is fighting? Yeah. And like everyone's surprised by that because for the larger countries, they don't give a fuck. That, because they know that they're going to be the first ones taken out of the place that's in danger. That's why they're so fine to just treat everyone as if they're not like, like I, I, they're, they're just numbers. Like, all right, send all these people over there to fight. Like, some so people I'm are saying, I feel like war just seems like such an outdated thing. Like the people we that don't mostly need to do that die, anymore, I feel like, like, we, like we're, young young people die, poor people that. die, and billionaires are just fucking pissed off and just sending out green lights. But 
it's everybody else that really suffers. Probably gonna take like a phase shift bigger than thinking from USD to crypto, like in the way of thinking to, to like that. to change like whatever do, we, systems we have. Do you realize how like over time we progressively moved out of systems that require like centered control? Like back in the day, it was like one person just ruled everyone, and you had to do exactly what he, the yeah. king said. Yeah. And then we moved to like different types of governments, and we're, we're, like I feel like the general movement is that we'll eventually get to a point where no one's really in charge, and we're governed by like other things, like automated rules. And, and like, one smart like, guy. Just there's made no flaws. Nukes. There's no corruption because it's not human. We, we're too emotional. We can't. Like we should not be the ones in charge of us. Someone, something else should be. It's weird because it's hard to it's hard to think of a really good concept that wouldn't look like a dystopia if you really yeah. think about it. Like, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's what, why we've been we've also been taught that anything that isn't what we know now, because they always make it seem negative. They always yeah. make it go that way. I do. That is bro. Good if we if you code logic into a like a machine learning or automated machine, it's not going to teach itself how to kill you. <laughs> like that's not how shit works. It's not that smart yet. But the programmer could be biased, you know? So, there's that. Yeah, but you'd have multiple people, like, check the code, then read through all the code. Yeah, Proofread it. Make sure ho- it's not... Hopefully, the five people checking are biased, too, you know? Like, you know? Never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. It's a big thing. Like Illuminati. I don't know much about the Illuminati. You got I, a third party to audit your code. I don't know much about... Th- the only reason I, I brought it up was... Um, I, uh, I, I watched like the trailer for, I don't know if any of you guys watch Marvel movies, but the Doctor Strange movie, they had like a trailer and it like teased the, a group called the Illuminati, which was pretty cool. Yeah. That's it. Seems like all these Marvel movies are like on that theme of, uh, like multiverse and like, I mean, even every, every, like every, like, uh, like different franchise, even like DC and stuff is yeah, doing the same the, type the, of thing because it's it's profitable. I think Flash People brought like it, it to Flash was the first to bring it onto TV, and uh, Spider Man was the first to bring it to the theaters. Unless there was another one, yeah, right? was there anything yeah, before true. that? Multiverse. Uh, yeah. No, even well, Spider Man was the first to with uh, Big the picture. cartoon. Oh, okay. or the cartoon, Multi- man. like the uh, Into the Spider Verse. That, that movie was, was so good. That was amazing. Yeah, right, right. But, How like, we forget that? Like big right? picture, like live action. Yeah, it was home. There are multiple Spider Mans in that show. But, like, all different. Yeah, types. yeah. There's yeah. like uh, Spider Ham and uh, like the cartoon Spider-Man has like a whole other side shit going on. So yeah, it was. Uh, what's it called? But that's like the what's it called? Uh, that's like like the staple thing with a lot of comic books. Is like they always. Like they like a lot of comic book writers love the whole multiverse because literally they can just go into a universe, and they can do destroy it, and then start over. Like that's all a lot of comic books do. Like all the gold, like golden age of DC, Silver Age, New Fifty Two. Like it's pretty much just like Wreak a havoc. different writer <laughs> just like having fun with all those characters, and then eventually just destroying it, just like how Thanos does the snap, and then recreating it in a different way. Yeah. So yeah, that's be, it'd be like. cool if that type of technology actually exists, right? Just destroy it. No, 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 like inner time traveling. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What if it does that? Aliens. Aliens. Does that make everybody like the main character? Like, you just keep going to different places, and you're just like the only person who doesn't know anybody. Like everybody's just jumping timelines. Maybe the, maybe sorry. that's what the metaverse is. <laughs> the metaverse is the multiverse. Oh my god! If the metaverse ever comes up in a Marvel movie, I would be so upset. It's just Zuckerberg and yeah. his metaverse demo. Because Zuckerberg, like I, I, I know that like Facebook has done good and bad things, but like Mark Zuckerberg himself is just such a weird guy. Like, every time I... He just, like, makes me feel off. He's a little sus. Also, did you ever see that, uh, the social networking movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just, like, an asshole in that movie. And that was supposedly, like... It's real. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, he tried to sue the people that made the movie, I thought. That'd be cool. I think, I think initially Maybe. he was, and then it brought a lot of, like, a lot of... Uh, Spotlight to Facebook? Yeah, something <clears> like that. 
Yeah. It's like bad pub. Any publicity is good publicity type of thing. Yeah, I've heard that. That whole. Uh, I, I definitely street. don't think that's true, though. You don't think that's true? Like, if if all of a sudden everybody finds out how like shit you are, like, I don't think that's good publicity. <laughs> I feel like it's like a cycle. It's always like they shit on them, then they they're you know they lay low for a little while, and then it's like an apology, and then they're in a big movie, and everybody loves them again. Yeah, it's like a weird. You just explain cancel culture, right? <laughs> I feel like YouTube. <laughs> Has always just been like someone fucks up and then they make an apology video where they fake cry and then everyone's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> the, tra- the Travis Scott fake cry was actually one of the worst things yeah. I've ever seen. You <laughs> just said, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was really hard to watch. That was awful. Has, has he like done anything since then? No, nothing I've heard of. I don't think so. Yeah, he's in. He's literally laying low, and then he's gonna come back with an apology, and everyone's gonna love him again, just like you said. What topics did we cover today? We talked about crypto, crypto. We a little talked bit about of stocks, a little bit of stocks. We were like, we we're just moving, we we're shifting <laughs> around. Talked about Marvel comics, but yeah, like so. it, it, it kind of went to show that how a lot of things relate to each other, though. Like we were seamlessly he, like the metaverse and the multiverse are actually some like they both sound similar and they're kind of kind of have to do with the same yeah. topic. Entering cool. into a different universe. It's just yeah. a crazy town in general. Just it's fucking a wild place right now. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Like, I don't blame some people trying to go to an all digital world when you got fucking you the wars that we that? got and nukes and like scary threats going out there. It's pretty it's pretty fucking I don't blame people. Did you ever see a Ready Player One? Yeah, that was a good movie too. That'd be cool if like Metaverse is like that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like that's that's how that's I imagine. That's the what metaverse. they're going for, right? Yeah, that's what I think. I, I feel AR, like AR VR yeah. yeah, we actually we've been talking with somebody uh, who's like an expert on like the metaverse. And they're gonna come on for an episode. Yeah, nice. so I, I don't know that much about the metaverse. I'm like, I don't know I, a whole lot. I know some, but I want to learn about it. Too. I just want to know, like, the way that the way that you were able to explain crypto, I want someone to explain the metaverse like that to me. Gotcha. It just yeah. seems like The Sims to me. Yeah, because it sounds to, like to The any, Sims in 4K. To anyone who, like, <laughs> isn't probably heavily involved with it, it sounds like basically like you're playing a game. Like, you're. Playing, like you're a fictional character, but what like what what can you gain from it? Like if I own digital land, what does that do for me? Right. Yeah, that's the utility. So people have to create utility when they make these things. They, yeah. There need to be a reason why you would do it. What what's the payoff for you for doing it? Exactly. Like maybe you can discuss certain topics safely there. Or uh I think there's a lot of like gray area and like regulations and like laws and things maybe i don't know damn well no it's just well crypto is not like a government created thing it does not doesn't live in any government structure so it's doesn't live it has its own rules it doesn't like could it be like your own place where you can show people your games and like share these kind of things yeah yeah you could do whatever you want but you can also make weird annoying rules like their character has to go through several doors but then it's up, it's up to people if they want to be involved with that or they want to go somewhere else right everyone gets a choice so it's, it's like a digital house or playground kind of. yeah it's more i think it's also good because in the digital world sometimes in the real world you have to be you'll have to come in front of things that you don't want to in the digital world you could technically do whatever you want so when i go over to your house i can play your games because you want to share them with me. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be the same uh, there. Because right now, when you play video games, you both need to own the game. Yeah. But what if it, you know? What if you go to someone's land and you could play their game there without yeah. owning Ooh. it yourself? Oh, yeah. that'd be sick. That would be pretty cool. Very meta. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. No, that's actually a sick idea. Do you guys remember when, like, being young and, like, going to a friend's house and playing video games? I was just about to start bringing that up, and I was like, no, nah, oh, I mean, that was let me not bring that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I didn't even know. Called Modern Warfare 2, bro? Like, a nice rainy day and just playing an MMORPG with somebody. Snow day. Calling them up. Yeah. Meeting up somewhere Snow virtually. Big. 
snowed days were a bit. Yeah, cod pool. That meant, like, when it snowed, it meant cod, so much to you as a kid. Oh, like, having a day to do whatever you want. I would never just, go to school on the days like, Call of Duty would come out. Like, it would always come out on November, like, 9, 10, or 11. And I would always skip school to get that game. Crazy. Dude, speaking of, like, this. dystopian future, I feel like kids right now are living in it because, like, snow days? No more. <laughs> There's no such thing as a snow day anymore for a kid. No, no. Zoom. Yeah, that's and true. Zoom. Like, all that shit, like, how we, like, love. Like, like you're gonna go to school day. today. <laughs> like, no, it's just like, okay, kids, just be, in, be on your computer at 8 a.m. and, like, you have to be there and, like, attentive. And, like, you know, like, those teachers are, like, on. Like, all those little-ass kids just fucking, like, pay attention to their fucking computer. That's probably such a different, yeah. like, learning. Yeah, no, that, that, that. Like, you know how, like, sometimes you think back to, like, the previous generation. It's like, bro, I don't know how they lived with, like, no internet. Like, what were they doing, bro? Sending mail? Like, imagine you're going to write stamps, bro. Like, like, people are going to look back, like, things that we thought were so normal are going to be, like, so, like, old head to other people. Oh, yeah. Writing a pissed off letter to somebody and waiting three weeks for a reply. Staying pissed off, like. I feel like our generation also is like comfortable with picking up new stuff. Yeah, because things oh, yeah. change so fast, we're like accustomed to that. We make shit better. I think I personally have seen that, like in in the work field, like any slight innovation or something new brings like older generations into unfamiliar territory, and it's just so oh, much God. conflict. You know, it's like just look how much has evolved while we're just been in school. It's like we're like the perfect age because like everything's so everything is evolving so exponentially and we're at the time where like all our brains are developing so we're used to like our brains are developing at such a hyper rate that's never seen before in history because like look at when we were kids the iphone just came out now we have like an iphone that like scans our face to like unlock it and we just got out of college and like now we can understand how that like we grew up like, while they were inventing this technology, and now we're, like, learning how they're inventing it. So like, Yeah, like, if you don't know something nowadays, you really just didn't research or look, yeah. like, because it's available, yeah. On the flip side, it'd be kind of crazy to live, like, my grandfather's life, where, like, when he was a kid, you know, none of this was possible, and today, it's probably kind of, like, magic, and he can't grasp it. Like, kind of, like, how, like, yeah. I'm struggling with this NFT, uh, I, right. I'm not getting the full picture yet, but... I mean, when you guys were talking about crypto, I literally sounded like a dumbass. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm trying to understand everything you just said. It's, it's like, fine as long as you're willing, though. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's such a great time to, like, for us to be like alive and like how technology is evolving so crazy. Like again, like when we were in high school, crypto like just was starting to be like a real thing, mm-hmm. and now it's like all this like in like everything. It was just Bitcoin. Now it's like. More than I can handle. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take it piece by piece. Yeah. No, I wanted to also talk about. Are you still on that same routine, the morning night routine? Oh yeah, I yeah. want you to talk about that a little bit. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, I've, I've uh, you know just been wanting to watch different courses and uh, learn different things and just like follow my interests. But after work, I never had energy. And it just kind of got me frustrated myself. So now I, I started waking. I mean, going to bed at eight, 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 eight p.m. and I wake up at four, and I just have a ton of time to myself in the morning to get things done. Because I, I feel like the best hours of your day, when you're fully awake, should go to like what you're passionate about. And then you know I could spend the rest of my day at work. Like I'll, I'll make it work. You know, but. Yeah, it, it's just it. I, I find it a lot easier to front load, you know, the things you actually want to do because you'll you'll get work done when you're tired. But it's hard to like force yourself to like do your own. Uh, that thing. is true. At least for me, that that's that's what I their own thing. So, but you found a solution. Yeah, and I've always been a morning person. I just never realized like I should have harnessed, you know, this, you know, being a morning person and you know like use that to my advantage and shift my schedule around. Yeah. No, I, I I like that. My my um, dad actually did like when I was a kid. I remember he would get up at four every day because he used to run like a pizza shop, and he would go to work. And he would he was always out by like eight or nine p.m. And he still to this day goes to bed at like eight or nine p.m. 
Mm. But he wakes up at like six instead of four. But my dad is like, my dad is such a morning person and loves like getting up, doing all this stuff. I wish I just like got up easily. I get up and I'm like, dude, like I could probably sleep for like five more minutes. And then (laughs) it's just, it's so bad. And then it's 1130. Yeah. No, this morning I literally didn't even wake up at any point before eleven thirty. I woke up and I was like, "Fuck!" And I just like got up and like started getting ready. Another benefit of waking up that early is even if you, if you, if you accidentally stay up slightly too late, you you can always prioritize your sleep. Like if you're really pushing it to the limit, where you like you you wake up and you need to go to work, you're gonna lose your sleep. Like at yeah. least if you're irresponsible and you stay up till like nine, yes, sleep until five, you still get your eight hours. Like you're prioritizing your health this way. It's, and, and then you don't have as much brain fog and you could just be like a sharper version of yourself. You know, you got your shit together when you say sleeping in is waking up at five. But you always You've always been sleep. on some military shit, whether it's like <laughs> running track or like, you, then you took it a step further and was like, 8 p.m. is bedtime. But That summer when we lived together, we were on some shit. Yeah. yeah and that was in a chaotic house. Right? <laughs> like, we would all be just like around at like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, just booing, and then we'd be like, all right, peace, go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Crazy time. I met a lot of people when I was doing Uber. That was mad fun. A lot of crazy people in the area that live in Long Island. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I got in my car. It was crazy. <laughs> nah, I've had a. I've. I think I was a waiter once, but I never wanted to do Uber just because my dad was always a cab driver for twenty five years in New York. Oh, yeah. Like it was always like, I don't know. It just was like, I was like, yeah, I can never be a car service driver. Like, I could just see him. It, like, fucked him up. Like, he got diabetes, fucked up back, legs. Like, it's a very stressful job. People make a great living off of it. I'm yeah, no, I was just doing it here and there. for some Every time I hear Uber, you know, I think. Yeah. Nah, for sure, I got you. I don't, long term, I can see the, yeah, what it could do to your back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, people are not supposed to be sitting down like that and driving machinery for that long. I think that summer though was maybe one of the healthiest I've been. We were biking. I was playing ball every day too at the court. Bro, we would go from work to boxing and then go to LA Fitness and lift. What and the then, heck? And then go yeah, run. I remember hearing that. I was like, you guys are <laughs> yeah, yeah, was a crack. And, then, <laughs> and time it, time it to go do a run around Stony Brook, 2.8 miles, and then shower and sleep and do it again the next day. It was crazy. When did you guys eat? Like at like, like 10 o'clock. Yeah, like shuffling down the food because any minutes you lose, that's less sleep you get. Because I wasn't waking up. Yeah, I wasn't going to bed. But, but you get that momentum going and you'll fucking be invincible. Like, it's crazy. That's why people waking up early. If somebody do that all that and then have a job that you need out. to be mentally like, performing for. It's not like you can just go and be present. You have to be like engaged as well. It's like the more you torture yourself, the, the better like, you do. Being a student. As well as being, but soon some days you don't kind of show up. Like there were so many days at Stony Brook, I didn't want, I didn't have it, and I was like, I ain't showing up. Like I'll go, but I won't be there. Like really there. Yeah, that job school, you can't. School is a whole different ball game compared to work. Work, you know, you're getting paid. School is like, ah, fuck, but mad deadlines. Them. School, you're paying them. Fuck school. I can't wait to be done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so close. Yeah, just did you apply for graduation? Yeah, I did it in my department, but I can't, haven't been able to on. Uh, solar. I did it on solar. I don't haven't had the option. Master's gang coming soon. I'm done. What did you think was harder, grad school or undergrad? No, undergrad. Undergrad. Right? I just got to get to this last class, and I'm chilling. Undergrad, they make you pay for that fucking degree, man. And not like, Whoa, dude, not, not financially, it. like literally, you gotta give a soul, piece of yourself. Soul. You gotta give some to the game. The grind fucking knows, man. I think that broke me. Your dad in college. Like, so many shit goes on. They really on. test you. They really <laughs> test you, man. That la- my last year, 20 credits the first semester, 22 credits the last semester. That's crazy. Yeah, engineering is pretty. My school fucked. Me. That was awesome. <laughs> 
some lonely nights in the library, you know, crying at homework and shit. It's like, yo, yeah, even if right. I do all this, I might fail. Like, And you still did it anyway, yeah. yeah. There's been days I'd, like, gone, like, to a professor and been like, yo, listen, like, I just got, like, a fucking 15 on midterm one. Like, should I drop this class or stay? And you got to cut a deal to, like, to fucking pass. That happened to me in Calc 2. Calc 2 is, bro, that first test, it was, like, seven integrals. And you I was, like, MAT? No, AMS 161. What's the TA for that? Not one the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bernhardt? Bro, yeah. That's He's the, the man. boy. He's the man. No, I cut a deal with him. I was like, do I drop the class or stay? And he's he was like, like no. he was like, there was an online assignment. And then he's like, kill midterm two in the final. And we'll see. Pass the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you know. Rounded up with who I needed to and just assembled the Avengers team for fucking Cow 2 and just had to do it. It's always a heist or operation with this I remember shit, I was TA. Know? There was at most one to two people that ever came to my office hours. The day before the test, I walk so in, the fucking room is full. I was like, they were expecting me to have ready with a plan. I was like, yo, you guys never showed up at all. You guys got to have questions because I don't have a plan. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. <laughs> So then we just went to the test and they asked me questions and that was that. But I was like, damn, I put on a performance. <laughs> it's crazy how many geniuses you get to see to an undergrad. That's a big thing. Like there's some future like there's some people that CEOs when you're going through it and you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing in any of my classes. I can barely do these homeworks. I'm barely keeping up. And there will be someone that's like, it's light, bro. Bro, yeah. for real. Yeah, I did this in high school one time when I did that like hackathon and we won like $40,000 and got the state championship. Yeah, that guy is also like running a business on the side and you're just like, like I, can't, yeah. I can't breathe, bro. Yeah. Bro, like, yeah, you meet so many kids, bro. Like AK, he'll come to any embedded systems or computer architecture class and just kill it. Kill it. Like, there's just some scary geniuses out there. Yeah, he's one of the smartest kids I've met. One of the smartest kids. Who's that? Fakwazi. You guys are two years older than me, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, class of 2019? 2020. Are they going to get your MBA now? You're in your MBA? Yeah, I'm in it now. Is it's it like? Brook? Yeah. I'm doing it too. Yeah? yeah oh, shit, this is my last semester. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I just late? started it. <clears throat> Compared to an engineering degree? Yeah. Yeah, it's so much easier. <laughs> but, like, there there are, like, good courses you could take, like, fi- like finance right now, like... I feel like when we're done with class, we'll have way more time to like. I have to do this five discussion boards when I get home today. I have to work on. So it's like some side mission, right? It's such a good life. Some side (laughs) mission shit, like, like what, like for each of these, you have to like do your own response and then respond to three people and be like, "Hi, I agree with blah blah blah." Like, it's like, dude, you want me to make. Like three, so I have four entries for five. You want me to do 20 discussion posts in one week? Like, dude, I have a job. Like, fuck <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, dude. I feel like in MBA school, like, they don't want kids drowning when it comes to technical stuff. And in yeah. engineering school, it's like, let they me let me see how much I cannot tell him, and let's see how much he figured us out on the fly. And it's, it's, there's so much fucking assumption in that. I, it's the thing is that I feel like business school has been like you get taught information and then you have to relay that information or write about it and in some way. Whereas in engineering school, it's like we'll teach you this skill and then you got to use this skill to figure out other stuff. Like, go, go build and a dude, engineering shit. homework was always so like torture. It would take hours. So rough. Torture. You can sit down and just do a homework in a few hours. It's like, like hell no. Like, I don't know when I'll be available. Like, like for, for the discussion posts, right? It's a big quantity of writing, but like whenever I want, all I have to do is write. Right. And right. just respond to it. Maybe you have to look up something and that's it. Whereas like, like you could try to do some calculation. You'll be like, I don't know how to do it. That'd and you could stuck. do everything and you still won't know how to do it. <laughs> He just needs help. Everything. What's one yeah, thing you think that that uh, everyone needs to like ask themselves to make sure that they're constantly getting where they want to go? Like, how do you guys know that you're tracking your goals? 
I track my goals. Yeah. Do you have know. goals? How do you track them? Do you like know? I write that. Write it down on a piece of paper. Google Tasks. I just have a rough idea in my head. I only plan for the short term because I I don't know. I'm a very much not a planner. Gotcha. But I, I I like that's kind of how like I am. the flexibility of not having like a set idea in my head. So you're kind of just going. You have, just, a general, like, have a general idea. Have a general idea as it feels goals. right. You're just gauging it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I feel like in the sh- the short term, like your day to day life. Well, I guess what do you, you ask spend- yourself that? Like to know that it it feels good and it's towards what feels right. Right now, I've just been kind of like making small tweaks to my schedule just so I can like kind of optimize all my time and make sure I'm like healthy and getting the right amount of sleep and like making sure my, I can have the, you know, the energy I need to maximize my time. But I'm kind of just going after random interests and learning things to do better at work. I'm just kind of following my random interests right now. Yeah, it's gotcha. just as long as I'm entertained. So you feel like it has more to do with just like giving your brain what it's looking for, like engagement wise. Yeah. And in the time being, like if it wants to try some new things and letting it try new things. And if it wants to get more organized and figure out ways to get more organized, just actually letting your brain do the things it really wants to do. I feel like it, we always like know what's best and know what we should do, but then not everyone just acts on it and does it. Right. Like, I'm just trying to set myself up so I can go down random rabbit holes at full speed. Yeah. Whenever I want to. But I, I'm sick. making a lot of different, you know, turns and changes and in interests, but it's been fun. That's good. Thank you for having me right. on the show. Thank you guys Thanks for having us. You guys are cool cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. we appreciate Thanks it. For coming on, bro. We always like to just chop it up about, yeah, about good like stuff. Similar New stuff, stuff. smashing goals and. Hope to be on again. Right in front of the mic. All right. You can find us online at Instagram, at Twitter, and on uh, TikTok. At Black Box Podcast. No A in the black on Instagram and Twitter. There is an A in the black on TikTok. We also have our email. This we haven't been talking about our email, but recently there's some exciting things going on with the black box submission at gmail.com. Nice way to plug it there. What? Nice. Our email. I know, you know, we, we'd be conversating oh, on there. Well, we got some good business <laughs> yeah. activities going on there. So yeah. Hit us up in the email, black box submission at gmail.com. Send us anything. Send us, Hey, hello. We'll have a conversation. Give us some ideas for an episode, whatever. Send it there. Yeah. <laughs> send us email. up at the address no I'm kidding <laughs> alright yeah thank you guys for listening thank you. thank you guys for coming on peace peace peace